everyone. Welcome to another season of Embracing Life with Fakayo. I've been gone for a little while, but I'm back and I'm better than I was before. Guess who's back? Back again. Fiki's back. Tell your friends. Literally, seriously. Anyway, so to start off this new season, um, it's going to be a very different season because I'm going to, this season is going to really focus on Christian living, you know, especially in your 20s, you know, very defining your faith and really walking in your faith. So this this season is really going to focus on how to, you know, live as live the Christian life and, you know, walk the walk with God and the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ. To start off this season, I have with me today a very special woman, a woman of God, an amazing woman, a woman who I have seen grow through the years. And I thank God for her life. I cannot thank God enough for her life. She's been such an inspiration to me. She, she, we've learned a lot from each other, if I say so, you know? And so today, joining me is my bestie for life. Her name is Juliet. Juliet, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm so, so excited, guys. This is such, such an honor to be on your podcast, Fikayo. Thank you so much for inviting me. And uh, yes, just like Fikayo said, we've been learning from each other. And I also do believe that she's a strong woman of God. And I'm so excited for what is going to happen today. And I hope that you'll be blessed by whatever it is that we're going to be discussing about today. Amen to that. Can you see, guys? She's already sounding like, uh, you know, like she's about <laughs> to start preaching, you know? <laughs> guys, be careful. You know, once Juliet starts, hmm, even I don't know if I can hold her back. So, oh my God, it's not that deep. But you know what? As the spirit leads, we will talk, we'll have the conversation. Amen to that. Guys, if there's one thing you take away from this, is let the spirit lead. lead. Amen to that. So, today's episode is going to focus on holiness. Hmm. Oh, that word, yeah, that word alone. <laughs> I feel like holiness is something that a lot of people are scared about. Mm-hmm. They're scared of, right? Mm-hmm. So anytime you discuss holiness, it's like, oh, it requires me to be different from the others. It requires mm-hmm. me to have different principles. It requires me to go beyond just mm-hmm. living a normal Christian life. Yeah. So that's why... I feel like everybody gets nervous when we talk about holiness, yeah, right? Definitely. I don't know if you feel that way, Fikai, because I felt challenged when Fikai reached out to me and she was like, we're going to be discussing holiness. Trust me. Myself, I was like, girl, I don't want to do it. Holiness? <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very tricky. Mm-hmm. But I think that we are going to explore and we'll learn together. Yeah, exactly. You know, when I was asking the Holy Spirit, like, oh, what should I you know, talk with Julia about? The Holy Spirit was like holiness, and I was like, Lord, holiness. You know, that word is a very, it's a word that challenges people. You know, mm-hmm. it's a word that, especially people in our generation, because we're such a free generation, you know? That's right. I believe that we've taken the word free and we've really abused it, personally. Yeah. True. So we are such a free generation. We are a generation where, you know, we have freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom of so many things, you know, Mm -hmm. freedom of religion, so many things. So I believe that, like, because of that freedom, you know, we have free will also. You know, nowadays people really, really focus on free will these days. You know, they're like, yeah, I'm going to do me. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to live my life the way I want to live my life. And it's like, that's great. You know, like, we're happy that you guys are free. But then it's like, Sometimes I feel like we take freedom to the extreme, 
you know, especially when we decide to look for freedom outside of God. Mm. And the truth is that there is no true freedom outside of God, you know? So when it comes to holiness, I feel like it's something that challenges people because people are like, no, I just want to do what I want to do. I just want to keep behaving the way that I want to behave. And, you know, and God will still love me the way I am. And it's like, yeah, God will love you the way you are. But God also requires a certain amount of... um, Consecration. That's the word. Come on, sis. You know, consecration. <laughs> consecration. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Yeah. Girl, say it again one more time. God requires us to be consecrated, you know, 24-7, 100%. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I think it's something that a lot of us have kind of like lost along the way, you know, mm. and it's, it's very difficult because I feel like there's always this internal battle between doing me and then doing what God has asked me to do or going the Lord's way, you know? And that's where holiness comes into all of this. You know, there's always this, um, so there's this like verse that came to my mind when I was like thinking about like this episode and the verse is in Matthew 7 verse 14, which says the gate, this is Matthew 17 verse 14 part B. And it says the gate to life is narrow. The way that leads to it is hard. And there are few people who find it, hmm. you know, and actually, you know what, let me read the entire thing so that, you know, it's not just one part yeah. that I'm reading. That's really good. Let me go find Matthew. Okay. So we're going to start from Matthew seven verse 13. And it says, go in through the narrow gate because the gate to hell is wide and the road that leads to it is easy. And there are many who travel it. You know, when I when I read this, I imagined that song. I don't know if you know that song by um it's called Highway to Hell. You know that song? I re- you don't know that song. Actually, I don't know this song. Who Girl. sings this song? Girl, Girl where you have need to you teach been? me. Because I mean we're learning from each other, remember? No, 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 no. This song is like ancient. I you know I actually song... don't know. To be fair, yeah. I actually don't know the song. I really do not know the song. It's like guys, I'm so sorry, but like there's songs that Fikayo sings and I'm like, where? Is this song coming girl. from? She's like the ancient type of girl. Like she's, I mean, all, she goes all the way back. And I'm like, I do not know you know what song because I'm singing right I think now. it's like by A, B, C, D or something. You know, some numbers. Some, <laughs> some letters. A, B, C, D? Yeah. Some, I, like, I don't know these people to be letter, honest. To be fair. Know, I don't know. There was some like metal group and they'll be like, I'm on the highway. I don't listen to this type of music. Girl. To be sh- like, seriously, to be honest, I don't listen to that type. I mean, I don't anymore, but like there was a point when people were shouting, no, <laughs> but even then, you know, I still never listened to that type you of music. You know what? Actually, God bless you because some of us were really declaring things that <laughs> didn't really need to be declared. But <laughs> anyway, when I read that, that's um, that's exactly what I think about. I'm like, highway to hell, you know, like they, they, they were seeing something that a lot of us were not seeing. <laughs> And then verse 14 says, but the gate to life is narrow and the way that leads to it is hard. Hmm. And there are few people who find it. Hmm. And I found it. Can you read that again for us, please? Of course. From verse 13, mm-hmm. you know, highway to hell kind of vibes. Yeah. Going through the narrow gate because the gate to hell is wide and the road that leads to it is easy. Mm-hmm. And there are many who travel it. But the gate to life is narrow. And the way that leads to it is hard. Hmm. And there are few people who find it. That's right. You know, so when I was reading this, I just, you know, I was very convicted in my heart. And I was like, wow. You know, a lot of the time when we come into the Christian faith, you know, we have this 
you know, we're, we have this perception that like, you know, when we, when we become a Christian life of it becomes easy all of a sudden, you know, like, yeah, easy goes everything. But this verse reminds us that, listen, the gate to life is not an easy one to follow. You know, mm. like if you're going to follow Jesus, you know, in the Bible, it says if you want to, Jesus literally said that if you want to follow me, you have to carry your cross daily. Daily, to yeah. To follow me. You know, it's not a, I'm going to carry one my, day thing. Exactly. You don't yeah. carry it on Saturday and then on Sunday. I mean, you don't carry it on Sunday and then on Monday, you're like, ciao, bye. You know? That's right. Mm-hmm. It's something that we have to work on every day, you know. And the reason why I feel like holiness is such a, it's such a, let me not say taboo topic, but like a very, very like volatile topic to talk about or like a very you know don't talk about it be careful what you say <laughs> you don't want to get cancelled you know i've seen people get cancelled for the tiniest things <laughs> lord yeah. god almighty you know so it's like people don't want to hurt people's feelings so we try to just be like oh and also hmm. one thing that i found out is that i feel like sometimes we take the whole like loving our neighbors a bit too far that's right. You know? Mm. So when we talk about holiness, we're like, yeah, but you can't judge. You know, you, you can't judge that person. Don't judge them. And I'm but like, the Bible tells us to judge righteously. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we have the right to judge people righteously. Exactly. Yeah. We, we have every right. If I see you, Fikayo, and you're doing something, mm. and I know that it's going against the word of God, I mm. have every right to caution you mm. and tell you, hey, what you're doing is not glorifying God. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of us, we want to do things that do not glorify God. And then when we're called out, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, don't judge me. Mm-hmm. But then we always take that scripture out of context, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. do not judge mm-hmm. so that you, you, you shall not be judged mm-hmm. as well. But the same Bible says we should judge righteously. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of times when we see people going against holiness is because they've they've already actually compromised Mm. and just like the scripture is saying that you know the right the right path if i may paraphrase the right path is actually very narrow Mm. which means that it's it's very hard to lead the godly life it takes the spirit because the bible says that it's not by power Mm. it's not by might but it's by the spirit of god so everything we do for god if we're gonna live a holy life first of all we have to be filled you know by the holy spirit Mm. we have to be filled with the holy spirit because he's the only person that will enable you and I. Mm. Or even for you guys who are listening to this podcast, um, the Spirit of God is the only person. Because he's a person. People forget yeah. that. But the Spirit yeah. of God is a person. That's right. That's he's right. a person. He has mm-hmm. feelings. He has emotions. Just mm-hmm. like we all do. Yeah. So when you treat the Holy Spirit as a person, you allow him to guide you. He, you actually listen to his voice when he says, hey, do not go here. Mm. Yeah. Do not go to this place. Mm. Do not engage yourself in pornography. Do mm. not engage yourself in masturbation. Do not yeah. engage yourself in anything that defiles you. Yeah, that's right. Defiles you. So... This is why I'm saying that holiness is such a huge topic mm. today in the church. It is. Because even in the church, we like to say, don't, don't do that. And if you do that, then maybe God will be angry mm. at you. And people would not actually take you seriously because mm. everybody's doing a little bit of what they want to mm. do. Yeah. Right. Mm. Well, we are living in the in, in the in the church, you know, we're in a church now that we just don't want to hear Mm. anything about godliness how Mm. to live holy Mm. but you know don't forget in the bible those guys were so serious i mean when we look at the story of daniel Mm. and his friends 
they were not compromising. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They did not compromise. I mean, when King Nebuchadnezzar was like, hey, you're going to do A, B, C, D, E, they were like, no, test us. Yeah, test they, our God. We're true. not going to defile ourselves because we're in a different land. We're not going to defile ourselves and worship the mm, devil that's in right. this land. Mm. We are not going to defile. So it comes back down to defilement. Mm. Saying, no, I'm not going to defile myself. I am not going to defile what I believe in. Yeah. I'm not going to compromise. So if you're not willing to compromise into anything that is going to separate you from God, mm. then you're going to live holy. Yeah. But yeah. it's not by your power. It is not by your might, but it's by your spirit. Yeah. It's by the spirit of God. Mm. If you understand that it's actually the spirit of God that helps you and I, then you actually be humble. Mm, yeah, that's you right. will actually remain on your knees saying, mm. God, I need you to help me. Because let me tell you, it's not easy yeah, to live not. a holy life. Mm. It's not very easy. Even Jesus was tempted in yeah. the wilderness. Because guess what? The enemy will come at your weakest <laughs> weakest mm. moment, your weakest time, your weakest point, and he will, he will try to tempt you. Mm. But if you don't know the word, that's when you fall. That's when you fall. And we've all been there. I yeah. feel like we've all fallen. We've been through those moments mm. where We've fallen short, you know, of, of the glory of God. But one thing for sure is that if you carry the spirit of God, God will always bring you back back on that, the track. That's right. And he will convict you. Amen to that. No, I completely agree with you, you know, um, especially when you talked about, like, you know, when people call you out. Yeah. You know, I remember there was a time I was like, I was kind of like meditating to myself, like, you know, meditating with the Holy Spirit and, you know, just like talking. And... I remember just thinking to myself, like, oh, you know what, yeah, if I'm ever doing too much, if mm. I'm ever going too far, too far, yeah, you know, like, I would want for my Christian brothers and sisters to be like, hey, you're stepping over the line here, like, get back, you know? Yeah. And it took me a really long time to get to that point, though, because I remember thinking to myself, like, maybe two years ago, if I was doing something wrong and someone called me out for it, I would literally be like, yeah, that's none of your business, like, why does my why is my life the concern to you? Like yeah. please mind your business, <laughs> you know? But now I remember Because we actually hate accountability. Exactly. That's the thing, you know. And now I've realized that like I kind of got to a point where I was like, actually, no, if I'm going too far, if you can see me walking into like on the highway to hell, I expect it to be like, girl, that highway is a bit too big. I think you yeah. should come back to this one, mm. you know? And it's like people don't really, I don't know if a lot of people have reached that point. I don't think a lot of people like to be called out, you know? Yeah. Because it's kind of like, if I see my friends doing something, for example, that I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't agree with, you know, I can call them out, but I do it in love, you know? Like, that's the most important thing I think that we need to learn is like, especially when we're dealing with holiness and calling out your friends, it's mm -hmm. always to do it in love. Because at the end of the day, it's like, if you call me out today and you're like, okay, Fikayo, what you did or how you're behaving girl is not it's not right you're not just gonna come up to me and be like uh, you're going to hell i'm gonna look at you and be like are you crazy about you know but you do it in a way that you know shows love you'd be like listen yeah that's right i can see that this is not good for yeah. you or i can see that this relationship is so toxic for you that's so good like please love yourself love god and come back mm. you know and it's like it, it takes a lot it takes a lot to actually accept someone calling you out and accept it in love but it also takes a lot for us to call people out in love. Yeah. Because it's very it's very easy to cancel somebody and be like, yo, like... What you're doing is wrong. It's wrong. Like, yeah. 
you know, and that's it. You don't, there's no, there's no room for repentance in that conversation. That's right. And another thing that I want to add to, you know, when you're speaking, Fikai, I love mm -hmm. what you're saying, because one thing that was coming to my spirit was the fact that you cannot do holiness. We actually cannot do holiness mm -hmm. by ourselves. Mm -hmm. We need accountability. Anyone that hates accountability, mm -hmm. you're going to fall mm -hmm. and you fall and you fall <laughs> over and over and you will not be able to get back. I repeat, you're going to fall. Whoever is listening to me, listen to me well. You will fall and you'll keep falling and you will keep going back to the same exact thing that mm. you're doing over and over. And the reason why it happens that way is because you have no accountability. Yep. If you want to conquer sin mm. <laughs> in your life, talk about it. Yeah. With the people you trust, be accountable. Yeah. It comes back to humility because mm -hmm. someone who is not willing to listen mm -hmm. and taking whatever it is that they're telling them, um, it means that they don't have humility to yeah. actually sit under somebody who can tell them that, hey, where you're going, that path that you're on is mm -hmm. not of God. Mm -hmm. You need to move away. You need mm -hmm. to deviate, right? So let's have hearts of humility where we have friends and we listen to our friends because a lot of times we don't want to listen to mm -hmm. our friends. But hey, it brings me back to... Who are your friends? Because yeah. if you <laughs> if you're doing something wrong, mm. if your house is on fire, okay, and nobody, <laughs> none of your friends is telling you, please get out of the house, then you have no business being with those friends because they want you dead. Okay, <laughs> that's the same thing with sin. You're in sin. You're doing something crazy, and your friends are just like, oh, we're clapping for you. Go ahead. You're doing the right thing. Those are useless friends. I'm so like I have to be honest with like can I be real on this podcast? Yes, those are useless friends. You have no business doing with those friends. In fact, those are not your friends. Mm. Those are there. Actually, those friends are here to destroy you. So yeah. you need to choose your friends. Wisely. Choose friends that will give you wise counsel. Mm. Okay. You cannot be with friends who cannot tell you that your house is on fire. Yeah. And you're about to burn. Like that's that's a no-no. So first of all, let's let's talk about friendships. Mm. Be having good friends, friends that you can run to and talk to them about whatever it is that you're going through, and they'll lead you to the path of God. Mm. That's right. Honestly, it's very, very important. It's not just every friend, because I'm telling you there are useless friends out there. You <laughs> tell them about something and they just encourage you. Why? And because they don't know any better. <laughs> if if someone is not godly, if they don't have godly values they will not tell you anything better mm. than already what you're doing they yeah. will just encourage you hey let's be intentional about our friends as well i don't know mm. that's just something maybe someone needs to hear that but let's just be intentional about the kind of friends that's, we make because true. those will determine our path as well in as mm. much as the holy spirit god will determine our path but even the people we allow into our lives mm. always will determine our path exactly you know uh, thank you so much for saying that, honestly. I really appreciate the whole friendship thing because uh, friends can either lead you to God or lead you astray, you know? That's right. Honestly, be wise in your friends and learn to be friends with people that carry God in them because friend, godly friends is a different vibe entirely. You know, it's honestly it changes the game. It does. Honestly, it changes the game. Personally, I've seen it. I've experienced it. It changes the game. So, you know, one thing I was thinking about is why has God called us to be holy? You know, why is it, why does God place such an emphasis on holiness, mm. you know? And one verse that came to my mind was Leviticus 19, verse 2, which says, so this was God speaking to Moses and 
God was telling Moses to tell the children of Israel mm. something. And this is what he said to tell them. Mm. You must be holy because I, the Lord, your God, am holy. Mm. And I was just like, that is it. God will never tell you to do something that he probably won't do himself. That mm, he won't do mm, himself, mm, literally. Mm, mm, you know? And when mm. I was thinking about, like, why has God placed such a major importance on holiness? Mm. It just came into my mind. Um, it just came into my mind that, like, when you give your life to Christ, that means you're entering into a relationship with a sacred being. Yeah. You know, with a holy right. being. Mm. You're entering into a precious relationship, you know? Mm. And God is holy. And God will accept you the way you are with all of our dirt, all of our filth, everything. Mm. You know, but the one thing that God does is that, like, he cleans us up once we get into his presence, you know? Yeah. You know, there's, I don't know which preacher said this, but the preacher was like, you can come into God's presence broken and heart and everything, but don't stay the way you came in. Yeah. You know? So that's one thing I realized is that, like, when when you enter into this covenant with God, now you're beginning to think like God. You should begin to think like the Holy Spirit. You yeah. know, behave like the Holy Spirit. Now you're letting go of like your past life. Mm. And one thing that also came to my mind was like, once you enter into this relationship with God, now you are then declaring yourself under a godly authority, under a God authority. That's right. So you're no longer being governed by the standards of the world. Mm. Now you've literally shifted into a different realm or into a different dimension of life Mm. where now your focus is godly. You know, so everything about you can be traced back to God. To God, yeah. You know, and I find it so interesting. I was That's like, very interesting, yeah. Hmm. If I may just interject on what you're saying as hmm. well, um, it takes me back to, you know, when everybody gives their lives to Christ, they're hmm. very excited, right? Hmm. I'm sure you've got, you guys have had that experience. I've had that experience. And if you've not, it's not too late. It's not too late, yeah. But I feel like when we give our lives to Christ, we don't actually really understand what it is. Hmm. It means that you're leaving your old self hmm. behind and you are new. Mm. Therefore, there's no condemnation yeah, anymore mm. if you're in Christ, right? So when you give your life to Christ, and if we can trace back your life and see that there's been transformation, then we know that you truly gave your life to Christ. Mm. Because there's nobody tr- there's nobody truly that gives their lives to Christ and remain the same. That's right. When you have... A- Forget about these people that say, "Oh yeah, I'm giving my life to Christ," mm-hmm. and then they go up there, they, they raise your, you know, they mm-hmm. raise their hands, and then they lay hands on them, and they're falling everywhere. You know, we're talking about <laughs> they're falling under the anointing. Okay, you, you probably guys know those kind of people like that. We've all been there. If you don't know that, it's basically like it's a long story. <laughs> yeah, you're falling under the anointing. You know, they touch your head and they lay hands on you, mm-hmm. and then the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and mm-hmm. then you fall, right? But I've come to realize that it's not everybody that says they're Christian, they're really Christian. Yeah. Because the Bible says you shall know them by their fruit. It's not mm. by what they say. Mm. It's about what they do. Mm. So if you are doing something that is going against the word of God, because it comes back to the word of God, you mm. cannot have an encounter. I mean, with God and then remain the same. The story that comes to my mind as well is the story of Apostle Paul. Mm, you know, right, when he was right. on his way to Damascus, I mean, the Bible tells us that, you know, the angel of the Lord, actually Jesus himself, he mm. had an encounter with Jesus and he fell off the horse mm. and he became blind and, you know, God gave him an instruction at that time and his life never remained the same. Mm. So why is it that if we give our lives to Christ, we want to give a part of us, mm. but we don't want to give everything. Yeah, yeah. We say, okay, God, I will 
call you out mm. or I'll call upon you mm. on this matter, but I'm not going to call you on this one. Mm. Or I'll give you my mind, but I'm not going to give you my body. Mm. But actually the Bible says um, in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, it says, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? Mm. You do not belong to yourself. Mm. So the moment you come into a relationship with God, you do not belong to, to yourself anymore. That's right. That's Meaning right. your body is not for you mm. anymore. You are to live a consecrated life. You are set apart. Yeah. And these things we're telling you guys, it's not just for you. We're actually preaching to ourselves. Me yeah. and Fikai were here just, just talking. But these are the things that we don't even hear in the church anymore. Because yeah. nobody wants to talk about it. Because truly, to be told, mm. no one is living a holy life anymore <laughs> in the church. Very few. No, I'm telling you, people are just living a blast. Mm. They're just having a good time everywhere, anywhere you go. So now that's why all kinds of things are happening in the church mm. because we lack holiness. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, um, it also reminds me of, um, of a, so this also reminded me of a quote that I heard from like a, from a speaker. Yeah. Um, his name is Calvin Robinson. And he was doing, he was like, um, he was delivering a speech and he said this in his speech, which I really like stood out to me. And it was, um, what he said was, God is discriminatory. He mm. sets conditions on us entering into his heavenly kingdom. It is not a free for all. You must turn away from sin, repent, and follow Christ. Mm. And that really hit me hard. And mm. I was like, That's wow, so good. This so is good. exactly so good. what it means to be holy. Because you have to, you can't just live the, your life the way you want to live your life mm. and then claim yeah i'm mm, I'm, mm, holy mm, mm, or you know mm, mm. i'm living the holy life you know and it's also like this also boils down to like people who are like no don't judge you know <laughs> no 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 i'm like no 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 like so nobody true. is telling you to judge people but like you have to have this you have to be aware because you know ignorance is not bliss anymore you have to be aware that like if you really want to end like and like enjoy the kingdom of God and the presence that comes with it. Mm. You have to know that there are certain standards yep. to being in that kingdom, mm -hmm. you know, to really embracing that kingdom and holiness is one of them. You know, it's, it also says in Hebrews 12 verse 14, yeah. without holiness, no man shall see God. Ooh, Literally God. says it. And I'm like, guys, I mean, that's deep. It is deep. Like, have you thought about like, it? Like, actually, this is deep. This is the word of God, right? Yeah, like, this is actually the word of God. Like, guys, I don't even know. Can you just can you just read that again? Because that, that, that hits me really hard. So can you please just read that scripture one more time for all those that are listening? Because that, that scripture is really deep. It's real. Yes. Hebrews 12 verse 14 says, Without holiness, no man shall see god wow that's so dope when you <laughs> very convicting as exactly well. <laughs> very convicting by the time you read this yeah and you're sitting in your house you're like lord you, all of a sudden you start praying lord am i holy <laughs> you know you have to you have to you start you reflecting to, you actually start to like ask like, yourself like have i been really living yeah, a holy life exactly you're like lord how come i've not seen you <laughs> am i holy is there something in me that's you know that's not right. What is it that is in me that is not causing me to see you? Like, you know, like, because, the, you know, when you read the Bible, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, like, obviously, Jesus Christ spoke in parables, and sometimes you have to discern what they mean, yeah. you know? But mm. this one is pretty straightforward, if I'm being honest. 
with that holiness, no man shall see God. God. No, it's so true. And um, it reminds it reminds me of how powerful the word of God is, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're reading the word of God and it never convicts you or it never puts you back on track, then mm-hmm. there's a problem. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. If you're reading the word of God, I don't know for you guys that maybe take time to read the word. Mm-hmm. If you read the word of God and you study it and you don't get transformed in any way, mm-hmm. then that's the problem. And you see the word, you know, the Bible says, sorry for that, but the Bible says um, in Hebrews 4.12, it says um, that for the word of God is living and active, you know, sharper mm-hmm. than any other two-edged sword, piercing to, to the division of soul and of spirit, mm-hmm. of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart, right? So this is a reminder because when Fikayo just read this verse, I was convicted. I was like, oh my God, now I'm forced to reflect. Mm. Have I really been living a holy life? Yeah. And I feel like that should be your, your concern because if, if we're reading the scripture and you're not feeling anything, then there's a problem. There's right. a problem. So we need to, when we're reading the word of God, we need to actually feel convicted mm. by whatever it is because it comes, it's so alive. It comes to put us back on track yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's like the word of God is like that is when they say read the word, you know, this is also part of renewing your mind because there's so many things that happen in our lives. There's so many things that mm. take place in our lives that, you know, they, they, you know, and I feel like the devil's at work. The devil <laughs> knows what he's doing, you know, so much. So it's like the devil comes and he's like, anything I can do to make sure this person is away from the presence of God. Yeah. You know, like he will do it, you Mm -hmm. know, and the enemy is relentless, which annoys me so much because it's kind of like, I am just a human being, you know, more relentless than us. Exactly. And you know, this is like, this comes back to the point that you were saying, not by might, not not by by power, power, but by By the spirit spirit of the Lord, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, when you think about how relentless the enemy is and you're just like, Lord, I'm tired, (laughs) you're like, Lord, all these temptations around me, like, when is it going to end? And then you remind yourself, you know, this is why we need to read the word, remind yourself, but it's not by power, it's not by mind, but it's by the spirit of the Lord. Because if we try to live a holy life in our own strength, you're just going to be upset with yourself. You're just going to be frustrated. Let me tell All you, the time. you're going to be so frustrated because, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> who said it in the Bible? Was it Paul that was like, the things I don't want to do, I do. The things it's I Paul. Do, it's supposed yeah. to Paul. The things I want to do, I don't do them. That's, that's how you'll be feeling. You just be yeah. like, Lord, Why? And also there's another scripture that says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh, flesh is weak, exactly. right? And it's also written by Apostle Paul. I think it's in Corinthians, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but Paul was so just so it. you know, your spirit is always willing, but your flesh is always weak. Yeah. So there's like a war going on between the flesh and, and the spirit. spirit. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about holiness, just know that there's a that's like a war between the spirit, your spirit, mm. and your flesh. Mm. Your spirit and the flesh. Your mm. spirit is like... I want to wake up this morning and I'm not going to masturbate, right? Mm. I'm not going to watch pornography. Mm. And then guess what? Your flesh is like, oh, I think you should do it. Mm. So you constantly have to be mindful or watchful of your flesh. Mm, right? True, yeah. You always have to like put, you know, put your thoughts, put your mind under the, you know, 
how was that verse again? It says to put your mind under the captivity of the Holy Spirit. Something like that. Something, <laughs> Something like that. Shall just make sure your mind, you keep your mind in check with the word of the Lord. Yeah. Essentially. You know, so one thing I was thinking was, one thing I also wanted us to talk about was what really hinders us from living holy lives. You mm. know? First of all, I think the enemy is one of our, you know, biggest threats to our holy lives. You know, yeah. Juliet also mentioned about how there's a war going on between your flesh and your spirit, you know, but, you know, and so that's another thing. I also thought of other things that were like, you know, like judging people. We don't mm. want to judge people. We don't want to be canceled. You know, there's also fear of what people will say about us or what mm. people will think of us, you know? So a lot of the time, I just feel like this is like... Actually, let me take this back a little bit. From ever since I was young, I've always had teachings of holiness instilled in me. What it means to be holy. Yeah. What it means to be set apart. Yeah. You know, I've always had this, this, those, those teachings of like, listen, you're not gonna fit into the world, but that's that's normal. That's the way it is. You know, but like, it never really dawns on you until you're a bit older. Yeah. You know, like what it truly means to be set apart what it truly means to live a holy life, you know? Because ever since I was young, whenever I would go to church, there was always one preaching about holiness. The holy way, the holy way to... You know, <laughs> let me just be honest. Our pastor always had... There will always be at least one sermon during the week that had to do with holiness, okay? Right. <laughs> and there was a reason for that. So you can't actually say you were not told. Exactly, you you've, can't. You've grown up listening to this exactly. all your life. Exactly. I know your church is like, they're really, really strict on. Very strict on Back holy. in Nigeria, yeah. they're very strict on, on, on holiness. <laughs> but then, that's like, it's a good thing. But then like, one thing I then also was thinking about is like, how do you then, how do you make sure that you're not living a holier than thou Christian type of life? Mm. You know, because it's one thing to be holy and, you know, and to practice holiness. Yeah. And then it's one thing to be a holier than thou Christian, mm -hmm. you know? And, mm -hmm. and um, just to, to add to what you say that, how do you make sure you're not living a holier than thou? I think it comes back to conviction. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Conviction, because I am not trying to do anything that God never told me to do. Mm. And I'm not going to try to problems. push what God told me on you. Mm, mm. Because God, the truth of the matter is God will convict all of us differently. Yeah. Because we have different callings. Mm -hmm. We're not going in the same direction in life. Mm -hmm. God has not designed us to do the same things. Mm -hmm. We're very unique, but different, right? Yeah. So whatever, maybe what God would tell me to do mm. would be very different. It would differ because... Maybe for my calling, I need to be a certain way, or yeah. maybe I need to move away from certain mm -hmm. things, right? Mm -hmm. And the same thing for Fikayo yourself, or even mm -hmm. you guys that are listening to this podcast, yeah. you will notice that God will tell you things that mm -hmm. will be very different, not because God is not the same, mm -hmm. but he will be a very intentional. He's an intentional God. Yeah. He knows what you need to get you to where you need to be. Mm -hmm. He knows exactly what you need to do to be where you need to be. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, this is just something that is hitting my spirit. A lot of people say, oh, I want to be anointed. I want to be anointed. I want God to use me so mightily. Mm. But they don't realize that when it's like that, mm. there's a sacrifice, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. People don't want the sacrifice, mm. but they want the glory. They don't want the Amen sacrifice, but they want the glory. Yeah. They mm -hmm. don't want to live a holy life, but they want the anointing. Mm. But the anointing is found in being holy mm -hmm. 
Exactly. If you want to increase the anointing on your life, mm. live a holy life. Mm. Mm. Live a holy life. Amen to that. And you will stop going to pastors and prophets telling them to lay hands on you, yeah. on your on your life, on your on your head mm. or on your on you. You yeah. stop asking people to pray and lay hands on you because to be honest with you, true anointing comes with being consecrated. Yeah. As simple as that. Leave out your convictions. What are your convictions? What is God telling you? Mm. And for you to know your convictions, you have to be in a secret place, listening to what yeah. God is telling you. Yeah. You have to have a relationship. Mm. How will you know that God is telling you to stop wearing makeup, for mm. example, if you don't take time to listen to yeah. him? So we can live holy <laughs> through listening to God yeah. and through listening to the convictions that God yeah, gives to us. Exactly. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's 100%. just something that's just something that you know dropped in my spirit and I felt to share that. Yeah, no, definitely. Like that is exactly if I was to summarize this entire episode, what she said is exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Like you, literally to live a holy life, you need to build intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Mm. You need to be in the whole you need to be in the secret place. You need to, you know, you know when it says like when Jesus comes back, where will he find you? Yeah. Jesus needs to find you in the secret place. That's right. You know, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most, most high, high shall abide <laughs> under the shadow of the, the shadow almighty. Of the, yeah, the almighty. I say of the Lord. He is my, <laughs> I'm just doing the most now. <laughs> yeah. If you guys don't know what she's talking about, that's Psalm 91. So you can go and take a read. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to read the Bible in here for you guys, but you can take a read and um, you can open your Bibles, Psalm 91. <laughs> she said, go and study the word. Go and study the word for yourself. Be convicted. <laughs> open your Bibles. Don't go and dust it off. No, don't don't wait for a prophet to be reading and 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 manipulating the scripture on your behalf. Mm, girl, don't be like that. That's not your not topic script, entirely. Know the mm. scriptures for yourself. Amen. That's it. Point blank. Period. <laughs> know the Bible yourself, so that nobody will come and tell you, "Oh, you need to give me fifty-five million naira before you can experience this breakthrough." Or you nah, go nah, for nah. like a consultation, and they'll tell you, "Oh, you need to pay like one hundred and fifty euros just for at thirty minutes, or maybe a ten, no." Actually, I'm I'm doing the most, not even no, thirty minutes. No. That's like ten minutes. Ten minutes. I've heard of this. Like I know a, a, a couple that did this. Anyway, I don't want to mention the names. But, <laughs> I don't want to be, you know. <laughs> but I know I heard of a story wow. of yeah, some ministers that literally charged um 150 euros just yeah. for a ten minutes consultation with the prophet. And I'm like, wow. but the scripture is is this, you know the 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 gospel the is actually it's free. 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 So why are we trying to Make it about money and business. Anyway. Money makes the world move. That's just a by the way, but you know, I feel like maybe God wanted us to talk about that. But why why are you going to pay money when actually the gospel is free? You can literally you know can everything you need gospel. to know in the Bible. It's, it's true. right there. It's true. Exactly. You know, just little little nuggets of wisdom here and there. But thank you all. It will do you good. Exactly. You know, it's not as if what we're saying is even bad. It's actually encouraging. But thank you very much for joining us on this episode. You're uh, welcome. Thank you very much, Juliet, for, thank you for coming to speak to us. And I hope that you guys are blessed by this episode. I'm sure you guys learned a lot, but I also hope you guys had a good laugh. And if you guys agree with anything that we're saying, you know, you can comment on podcasts now. New feature, guys, technology <laughs> is advancing, man. Yeah. But yeah, so thank you so much for listening to us and thank you for joining us on Embracing Life. And we hope to see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.